Oh, hello, and welcome to another episode of The Miles Driven with myself, the head content creator, Sam, and my stooge for the day. Me, Miles, yeah. Oh, I, no. I get the Very stooge, good. do I? Oh, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Don't mind being the stooge once in a well, while. Welcome along, Miles. Uh, it's nice to have you here on the podcast today. Um, it's a very nice successful podcast. I've uh, got a lot of content created. Have you? By the content How creator. How was that um, Honda piece you were doing? Uh, sorry, I didn't say you could speak yet. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> you just wait for my cues. That would be great. Um, yeah, so today we're going to cover off a lot of stuff. Um, I've given it over to my co-editor. Uh, my co- Presenter? Con- no, I will not give you a presenter. No, okay. My co-content giver. To, uh, content to, giver? Yes, yeah, so, so I'll hand you over to the tramp that I found off the street. Yeah. To tell you what we're going to be doing today. So... First off, Sam, I think we'll do um, Porsche and Audi uh, entering F1. Yes, very good. And then from there, we're going to talk a little bit about James Bond films. Very good. And I shall leave the rest of the content open because I don't know how long the F1 chat yeah, so will take. Realistically, that's what the podcast today is going to yeah. be about. If we can get in. So that's a good one today. Bits. Formula One and James Bond films. So there we go. We wonder where the James Bond films is going to take us. Exactly. Wonder where re- Formula One's going to take us. Well, so we're going to talk about. Uh, oh, actually, sorry. I quite like this little contents that we're doing at the beginning of the podcast. That's quite good. Yeah, the only reason we don't normally do it is because we don't usually cover half of it. <laughs> yes, I'm very aware that if, uh, we'll overpromise and underdeliver because we'll say, right, we've got these things to oh, cover. I'll tell you what, that's the tagline for the podcast. Overpromising, underdelivering. <laughs> the under-deliver. Miles driven, overpromising, yes, underdelivering since 2022. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you have one of your foreign welcomes, Sam? Well, no, I did the intro. This is my podcast. If you did not question my creative decisions, that'd be great. Sorry, in the last podcast, you did a you did one, and I was telling you about how we were quite popular in Poland. Yes, and you said, "Oh, I hadn't done it." I, I think, did. Yeah, you did. I did several, several but podcasts. As the, ago. I don't want to, I don't want to ruin the magic of the stage dressing here. But that was forty five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, because we we sometimes have to do our podcast one straight after the other. The so release. maybe on the next podcast, I shall promise our Polish listeners that I will give them a sentence. A whole in sentence. Polish. That'd be, that'd be interesting. What are you thinking? Don't know. Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to say. You've got to be something car-ish. I don't know. If I could say, hello, my name is Sam, I'd be proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be proud of yourself, but the, the audience would be disappointed. Well, yeah. I think you'll you'll um, steer the audience to be disappointed yes, regardless will, of what I'll, I do. I'll edit it. So I could come wrong. in and do the whole podcast in <laughs> Polish, and you'd be like, well, as we can see, Sam is an abject failure. Yes, because I cut half of his words, so none of Which is why I've chosen you to be the best man at my wedding. Yes. Just so you can make yourself shine a bit brighter. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this horrible, horrible man. Look at all the horrible things he's saying. So so, uh, Porsche and Audi are saying they're going to enter Formula One in 2026 because, and I should make it clear at this point, they're saying they will enter at 2026 as long as the changes that we understand are all but in writing do get put in writing. So the changes haven't quite been sort of sealed, if you like, yet. But... There's a few uh, engineering or rule changes they want to, to certain aspects, but it's seeming like that is a definite. So they're planning to enter in 2026. Now, there's a couple of hurdles. The first hurdle is F1, I don't know how long ago, about five years ago, maybe slightly longer, they, they pretty much locked in how many teams they have on the grid. So we've had previously, we have had 11 teams. Yes, because they didn't used to be more than 20 cars on the grid, didn't they? They did, so. yeah, and they would sometimes have to cut off a few because they, they didn't make it. Um, past qualifying. Well, let's, have, of the let's pl- have 20 teams. I know, yeah, this is the thing. Uh, to, to me, I'd say have more teams. That'd be fun around Monaco. <laughs> You'd literally be, uh, be lying a stone driving yes, on the yeah. track. <laughs> but they're going to have to either partner with a team or they'll have to take on a team. They'll have to buy a team out. Red Bull Porsche. <laughs> yeah, well, Red Bull would, you would think, because... Oh, the Red, the Red Bull colours with a Porsche logo on would look quite fit. nice. Good fit. Although, but I don't. I think the problem with Red Bull is Red Bull will not. Red Bull want their colours on their car. Oh, I will have Red Bull Racing, but with four rings underneath. It would look quite good as well. It would, but then would would Audi or Porsche, whoever it look, it's looking more like it will sort of be a definite Porsche. Maybe there'll be sister teams. Maybe there'll be one team. It's not quite clear there. Um, they could, I suppose they could have one team and they could have two cars. One with Audi. An Audi, Audi don't really have any colours though, do they? If, it, if I said to you why Audi's colours, I'd say grey and red. I'd probably go silver. Yes, yeah, so that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. But then a lot of the German manufacturers, Mercedes racing silver, Porsche a lot of the time racing silver, although white would, I suppose, be a bit more a default. But um, the, the trouble Honda they got... Ne- Honda never... So if you um, look at, for example, Honda's type with Red Bull... They, Honda, never, they never demanded... No, they, what they colors. did was they said, we want to be on the, the rear wing. 
very prominently on the rear wing. Well, I think that's which fair is, enough. Oh, yeah, well, of course, it was a <laughs> bare engine in the car. Yeah. But apart from that, they didn't make any demands of the colour. Well, you go a Red Bull with four rings on the on the the uh, the tail. Yeah. Spoiler, sorry, tail. It's not an aeroplane. <laughs> would look quite nice. It would make more sense to me that it would be Red Bull or one of the teams that is not already a manufacturer because McLaren is one of the other teams that are touted. But the problem is, McLaren have a history with Mercedes. Yes. And well, it used to be McLaren Mercedes. Yeah, it? and so it would be a bit odd for them to become McLaren Audi and uh, or McLaren Porsche. Yeah. And now McLaren are, when they were previously uh, Mercedes McLaren, they made that sort of SLR with Mercedes was a joint sort yes. of venture. But they didn't have their own. They'd made the F1 years before. That's they a forgotten a car, car that was a very good car. Which one? The, the SLR. SLR. I think it was the brakes that always let it down. There is actually a company. It's a good thing to bring up, Sam. There's a company that do a bit of re-engineering now on okay. these and uh, it sort of brings them just irons out some of the issues that existed with them from brand new and um, seems to be doing quite popular but I think they I think they're limiting it to like 25 or something but yeah oh, I mean, okay. if you ever saw one blimey they, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I have ever seen one on the road no I've seen one at an auto show yeah I have yeah I'm trying to think but I don't think I've ever hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I can't think that I've ever seen one on the road. So, what's the rarest car you've seen on the road, Ooh. or the most exotic car you've seen on the road? That's a good question. Um, Mine would if... be a yellow F fifty. Ah, I saw yellow F fifty. I sent you a picture of it. You did, yeah, a few oh, years ago now. That was. Yeah, that that was that probably mm. well, it probably wins just because I I like the F fifty. But I did see a. The nine one eight, the Porsche hybrid. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'd well, say. Well, I was. It's <laughs> a hypercar. So. I went to the outside lane. Well, I suppose the most it'd ones. be a hypercar as well, wouldn't it? If Today, we had hypercars to, back in yeah, like in say, those days, back then when it was made. Um, yeah, I was just going along the motorway, and there was a couple of lorries as I was getting onto the motorway, and as I went around the lorries, I was like, oh, I can't oh, believe okay. this is in front of me. <laughs> I, you know, and he was just a guy just cruising along. I don't know whether it was a press vehicle or what, but he was. Wasn't particularly breaking the speed limit. He just yeah. was cruising along past the truck. I'll tell you so. what has become very much more a commonplace car to see on the road that you wouldn't expect to be, given how much they're worth nowadays. E-type Jags. Okay. I see a lot of them around. I, I mean, I'm talking at least one a week. I wonder if the E-type Jags, they are worth a lot, but then if you did have that sort of classic, they're not the hundreds of thousands. Are they not? No. No. I thought some of them were going for like half oh, a million. Oh, some of them. Some of them are. Is it just specific ones that are like low mileage and? It can be low mileage and perfect. It could be particular versions or whatever else. Right. But okay. They're, they're, for example, I think. Oh, see, so I've been going around spouting off to my fiance that they're all half a million pound cars that we're million, seeing yeah. driving down the road. No, I, I remember one sold with the classics company that I was doing a bit of work with last year, and I think it went for something like sixty thousand. Um. And it, and I think a few in maybe rougher condition or with a bit more mileage have gone a bit less than that. Oh, okay. But they had also sold one well over the sort of hundred thousand mark. Right. Okay. So it's there's a mix out there, and I don't, I don't know what differentiates them. Unfortunately, for any E-type enthusiasts out there. Ah, no, I can beat it. I saw something on the road oh. that wasn't road legal. That can you remember really, what it was? Really caught his. Uh, oh, you did. You saw a Vulcan. I did. Yep. And Will, Will can back me up because Will was Aston in the pub with me when we saw it. Yeah. I heard something just ungodly go past. We were in a, a, a village local to where we used to work, having, and they've got a, a uh, I think it's like a classic car sort of showroom, if you like, where they sell, they've got a DB5 in there and they've got some other bits and bobs, some old awesome. Jaguars. Awesome. I think it was the guy that owned that. But it, it was, it was genuine. It was driving down the road. I don't know if you can get trade plates to put in them. That means you can drive them down the road for... There was a company a certain amount of time or... that was that were try that were doing work on them to make them road legal, and I remember reading a feature about it a while ago and having a little look into it. And I don't know that they were successful. I think they actually were in the end, but it was a very low number of people because these are million pound cars that have owners yeah. that aren't that interested. I mean, in you them. hear a lot of people talk about how some cars sound ridiculously loud and stuff. This was like nothing I've ever heard. Do you think this would have bre since... breached those sound limiters we were talking about in the last Possibly. podcast? I mean, I've been... Possibly to, from I've, a county away. <laughs> I've been to air shows with you where we've seen like typhoons and other fighter jets doing yep. performances yep. where they'll have afterburners on. Mm -hmm. This was 
above that. Yeah, I suppose they're they're, is, in, they're a bit of further away, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, of so course. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you can still so. feel those come oh, past you when you're at an air show, can't you? The heat. Yeah. And the, from, the, from something the that's sound. hundreds of feet away. Do you remember we were at an air show and there was uh, a few little kids in front of us and you could see the parents that had been at an air show before and the yeah, parents that there. hadn't. Because yeah, they def- were diving. defenders and fire blankets. Yeah, <laughs> diving on their children to cover their ears. But when the plane was a long way off and some people at the last second realising this if is you've, going to be If loud. you've never been to an air show and the, you get the opportunity to go to an air show... Well, I'd say go to an air show anyway. Yeah. But if you can, if you've got the opportunity to go to an air show, where a a fighter jet or something similar, so like a Eurofighter Typhoon or F fifteen, F yeah, something like that. F thirty five. They're the sort of things to look out for if you see those on the list. Just go, as long as it's not too expensive. I'm not suggesting go and pay eighty five pounds to go to an air show no. just to see it. But if you if it's something you can afford and you think, ah, oh, is that something I'd enjoy? Would I like it? Definitely do. I can recommend the Duxford. Uh, yeah, summer well, we've been show. there a couple of times, is, and that's that's worth it. More. I know it's it's probably a little bit more expensive; it's about forty pounds ticket, but it but is a, it is a good. It's, yeah, you but can you go. Can, you can, go, you can go around all of the stuff, can't you? It's a good day. Yeah. It's a good day. Oh, it is. Take they a, also you take a, a picnic with you, and they have an SR seventy one Blackbird there in the museum. You can have a look at, which is well for me that was worth a lot of people. A lot of people do dress up for that as well. They do. Yeah, you don't have to. It's not something that you frowned upon if you don't. But if if you do. It is engine related, so I guess we can talk about it. I was going to say on our automotive podcast, we yeah, can say that. Uh, no, I think you'll agree. If you get the opportunity to go and you haven't been to an air show, and you can, and they've got that sort of thing on the on the flight list. What I would say is, if you are go and experience, if it. you're not that interested, but you are interested in cars, I remember at least once when we've gone there, it attracted a lot of nice cars. Oh, they do, I, they do, they do. I was like say, vintage I was, car shows. Yes, there as I was well. going to say I was pretty sure there was an owners club that turned yeah. up. One of the major sports car manufacturers i can't remember off the top of my head who it was well the first time i took my fiance they had like a an old mg yeah mg's morgan's that sort of things get quite attracted to it but i mean you might get a ferrari's for the day or something like that it just depends what they're running but no yeah i thought it was very a top tip from the miles driven is if you've got young children take take some air defenders yeah and put them on them and uh or earplugs or something yeah it it sounds like you're overreacting but if there's going to be that sort of thing there you definitely do need once the jet goes past you and the problem is it will catch you out because i think what i can't remember what it was we that was going before it maybe a spitfire or something yeah and it was like oh that's quite loud but you know it's fine and we were enjoying it and then it's landed came round and the fighter jet had been approaching they obviously timed it between them the fighter jet was approaching and then as it came closer and closer, and you and I had already spotted it, but yeah. a lot of people. But it's so hadn't. surreal to see though, if you've not seen it before, oh, because you will approach. not, you will not hear it until no. it is, until it's gone past you. Yeah, you'll just hear a slight whistle, and then, or you'll be attacked. Yes, exactly. It, yeah. it, it feels like thunder's hitting you in the chest. And when it turned and it had the afterburners, like you feel a, a heat wave. Oh yeah, coming back towards you it's, instantly, it's which is yeah. yeah. Anyway, so anyway, <laughs> we were talking about Formula One, Sam. We were Formula One the, fighter jets. The, the, the only <laughs> thing I think the. the the slight pause I have with this is Audi and Porsche have said previously they would come into Formula One and then it hasn't happened. Now, I'm not saying this is going to be the same case. They seem a lot more serious this time and they seem really to have pretty much crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's. But I'm just saying let's possibly, I mean, it's a long way off anyway. We're 2022 now. They're talking about an entry at the start of 26, so four years away. Do you want to give your opinion on this i know you have a strong opinion on this i don't know if you want to uh, wear it on the podcast yeah or not. well i just I, I think i give the opinion that having listened well it's not just yours i no, think I it's bernie it was, eccleston's opinion as well wasn't it yeah and that's where i heard it and it made a lot of sense to me which is if this sport becomes manufacturer led and becomes just a corporate event that big firms are coming to test their vehicles in which of course has always been part of formula one but the, the, the big draw has been the circus of look at these machines and you know being fan based and some of the teams just existing somehow on a shoestring budget and being able to compete and some of the majesty and the magic that comes with that and you know you think back to i don't know we brought it up before but jensen button winning with braun mm-hmm. in 2009 and you just think so this team didn't exist i mean it did exist last year technically but it revamped and existed as braun in 2009 and then they win the world championship with no sponsors yeah oh it just just if, if that if we get to a point where it's a test bed for manufacturers i think the point that he made was if if manufacturers are coming into it to use it to sell cars yes that, that <laughs> sorry sam you're right it, it was about because then what do you get you get drivers that are being overly cautious and press trained everything they say and which there's 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 an annoying amount of currently 
Yeah, there is. Uh, ironically, from certain teams that are potentially car manufacturers. Yeah, unfortunately, and, they, they've got to look at their stock price. Yeah. And they don't want to upset anyone or offend anyone. And, and look, you're going to offend someone just and by you, existing. You'll, no, you'll notice so the teams that aren't there to necessarily sell cars will sometimes have the more emotive yeah, because, responses I mean, because look, they're there to race. But Red Bull turn I mean, up and we're not, they sell we're not soft against drinks. It. But, you know, I mean, the people's automatic reaction will be, well, Ferrari have always been in Formula 1 and they sell cars, but Ferrari aren't there to sell cars. Ferrari started in Formula 1 not selling cars. Yeah. And but they they're couldn't not, they're, understand why They're not there to push selling cars. Mercedes, for example, released a version yeah. of their... I always forget what it's called, the AMG GT or whatever it's called nowadays. Yeah. They released a version of that that is a Formula One inspired version. It's got the Mercedes livery yes. stars all yeah, across yeah, it yeah. and in the colours and stuff. Valtteri Bottas got I was given gonna one. Say, Valtteri Bottas got one, yeah. Um I so think... that they've done that. So that they're intrinsically linked to selling cars. Yeah. They're using their Formula One to sell cars. And this as is... well. I'm not saying they're not there to race. I mean, they won seven constructors championships in a row. Of course. So yeah, they're they're, they're so doing they are the job there to racing. race and they've done they've done we it just... well especially if you work in a corporate environment if you've spent monday to friday in a corporate environment you don't need to watch it again all weekend in the sport that you enjoy no and i think there's just a little bit of well there's enough of that that's crept into things like football yeah and stuff, and, which and is all, why a lot of people sports. are moving to formula one i think formula one's getting more popular now because people are falling out of love with the other so-called catching, big sports if yeah. you like because they're getting too commercialized and you know and, you, you won't get Let's just go completely randomly off topic. Like if you look, if you automotive podcast, Sam, automotive <laughs> podcast, but things like that, you don't get the sort of reactions that you used to get back in the day. Now, no, it's all very, like you said, media trained. And I remember uh, there was a, I won't repeat it on the podcast, just in case you have got small children listening. But there was a, was it a, an exchange between Magnuson and uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, begins with and Hulkenberg. Yeah, after a race. Oh yes, go, there was. Yeah, telling yeah, him yeah. to do something. Yeah, <laughs> and, and well, Schumacher think... went to find Hakkinen to. Oh, but well, if you go back further, was yeah, it, yeah, was that Hakkinen? He went to find somebody anyway. Vilner, anyway, essentially, yeah, yeah. But you just don't get that anymore. No, I, I think, think Drive to Survive showed that quite well. I think that's with what the Ferrari, caught, what with caught, Vettel. Yeah, and it was what caught a lot of fans up is they saw the drama. The problem is that there's enough natural drama in Formula One. You don't need to over dramatize it. Oh no, no, I mean. um I don't know if it's series two or series one where Vettel was still at Ferrari. I'm pretty sure it's two. And they showed the media lady telling him in off the briefing, saying, saying like, things. this is what we expect. This is what you're allowed to say to these questions this yep. weekend. And it's like, well, no, I, 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 want my, I want them to come out and be honest if they want to be honest. This car is rubbish. I hate yeah, it. Yeah. This team is awful. <laughs> it's the, you get the other thing with the radio calls and they don't want drivers saying, well, this is because other teams will hear it and blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, look, you know. Oh, like when drivers come over the radio and say, my tyres are gone. Yeah, and or, that's actually or, a coded message that means let's extend the strategy. Or, or if you are, what's his name? Japanese driver. His name's just Sonoda. Sonoda shouting at your team. This is. See, that's the, brilliant. I like I him and Verstappen. Yeah. I it's, can't it's like really think of anybody ones. else that's. Um, um, I think. Uh, Joe Gran. Oh, Joe Gran has been. But he's very much a. He seems to be quite media trained already, I've noticed, on his radio messages. He's very calm and very. It could be his personality. It could though. be his personality. I, mean, I don't really know too much to about sport. him. But yeah. Well, it's new to well, F1, I should say. Sunoda's, new, to Sunoda's new to the sport, and he he hasn't yeah. held back at all. <laughs> yes, definitely. So no, that's that, I like young, seeing yeah. that. I, I'm not just picking out Verstappen and Sunoda because they're my favourites or anything like that. It's No, no. I'm no not. I'm, they're not. I'm just I'm not yeah, saying Yeah, you're just saying. You're just, just um, two that stick in your mind, yeah. Because they're the two that I can't think of any other drivers that are very much a rah, 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 instead of being... Oh, would Hamilton you mind politely if I came in to, uh, to change my tyres yeah. at some point in the next five laps, chaps? <laughs> is Russell a bit like that? Is no, Ru- pointed his Russell, Russell is so Mercedes trained, I Ricardo? think, so far. Ricardo can be, yeah. Uh, Norris to Norris. a certain extent, maybe, yeah. yeah. I like that pairing. Yeah, I just a lot's been made about them falling out, but they've come out and said that Look, they, they didn't fall and they, out, yeah, and it was all Netflix drama made up. Um. Other teams that they could actually partner with, though, I don't, I don't think it would be McLaren. Alfa Romeo, I can't really see a tie-up, because Alfa Romeo are already... There's already a link Well, there's a Ferrari, Ferrari yeah. There's yeah no so they're chance. not going to stick an Audi or a... Haas. Haas will go wherever the money is. <laughs> yeah, Haas, to me, would actually be a... I, I know they have their own engineering works that they promote with their car. Haas Audi sounds good. Haas yeah. Porsche doesn't sound as good. That sounds like some sort of German solvent yes. cleaner. <laughs> 
Come and um, get your new Haas Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> Clean your decking right up. I would say Haas and Red Bull to me would just be the two standard. I mean, I was... yeah, potentially Williams. Yeah, I know they're Williams, very Mercedes yeah. partner, but if someone came in and said to you, look, Mercedes aren't being too kind to you. You've been at the back of the grid for 85 years now. I think we'd Williams like to are, try and take you forward a little Williams bit. are probably willing to take a risk. Um, I think hearing at, at their this CEO point, and yeah. hearing the, the people behind the team. Because they, they were looking, expecting to be a lot higher up this year than they are yeah. so far. Uh, and, I, and they're obviously disappointed. But the problem is, again, it's so far out. Mm. I mean, say Williams have a terrible season this season, it gets fixed next season. But what, are they going to sign next season to leave? when they're, say, <laughs> say they're winning the championship next season with a Mercedes engine. Have they really signed, oh, in three years we're going to leave and go to Porsche? Like, it's... No, maybe not. But I mean, somebody's got to take a chance. And I guess it's it's more than likely going to be Hassel Red Bull that would take that chance. Uh, if it's Alpha Tauri could. But again, well, I think they'll, they'll go where Red Bull go. But they are... Yeah, see, that's why... But they're also this... linked to Ferrari as well, aren't they? No. no are they, they not? Because they they're Scuderia. For a, no, for a season. So they're Italian. Well, that's Scuderia. Sorry, Scuderia means stable, doesn't it? Yeah, so, it's just, so they, yeah. they had, a, I think it was a 2007 season, I think. You can go onto the Miles Driven YouTube channel. I did a short video on the history of Alpha Tauri, so you can check. And I think it's 2007 they had a Ferrari engine for one season. Ah, okay. Because... Well, they'll go where Red Bull goes, won't they? Because it's their sister team. That's what means that <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo has driven every single engine on oh, the of grid. course yeah he drove a ferrari for one se- ferrari engine in the alpha tari for one season he's driven red bull he's driven renault and now he's driving a mercedes engine so he's what he's a harlot <laughs> i know it's incredible isn't it i mean if you wanted an experienced driver you could say well he's he's tried them all you know yeah um anything more on that one sam i think i, I think Haas and red bull to me the, the interesting one would be if you got a partnership with red bull and alpha tauri you could split one porsche one Audi. Yeah. So you could be Red Bull Audi and uh, Porsche yeah. Alpha Tauri, for example. Whether the, whether Red Bull would go for that. Whether they would or not is another thing. Is, yeah. yeah. Especially because it seems like Honda is sort of giving all the positive signs of, yes, we do want to sell our electrification, but actually being in Formula One as a marketing tool yeah. is a lot more than we ever thought because we're having such success. Yeah. Um, it's a bit like certain other manufacturers are in the sport because that helps them sell cars yeah precisely yeah Shall no, we i think on? i think yeah let's before we set, I start getting into topics where we're going to dig ourselves in <laughs> yeah a hole. Uh, with a whole <laughs> podcast on yeah. one again favorite james bond film sam or favorite james bond and we'll get into the car moment part of this in just a second right the only reason now, i say this i was watching sorry to cut no, across no. you i was i watch- do it enough to you so <laughs> just like then <laughs> i was watching uh a couple of I can't remember what it was. I was looking for a suit the other day, which um, arrived via Hermes and was delicately no, chucked no, it over didn't. next door. No, it didn't. Didn't arrive via Hermes, did it? Because they're not a company oh, anymore. Oh, every yes, every. every parcel was thrown over a hedge. Yeah, so it was every that, that chucked my <laughs> parcel over my neighbour's hedge and <laughs> just threw an envelope somewhere on the ground. I genuinely had that. Your parcel has been delivered. A while has ago, it? where I had, I had a buzzer on the apartment thing. I I answered it. No answer. Oh. Or I'll go downstairs and check. And there's a, a group of houses which are built next to the apartment yep. that I'm in. And a guy comes across, he goes, you're right, mate. Are you looking for a parcel? And I, was thinking, and I thought, he must be the delivery guy, but he's very casually dressed, and there's no delivery vehicle here. <laughs> and then I realised, why do I recognise him? Oh, he's my neighbour. He said, some bloke just chucked this in my front garden and walked off. So he was having, they genuinely do. This guy was having his breakfast, looking out the window, saw a parcel fly through the air and land in his front yard, and then saw me curiously looking around well, so. i told you about our old hermes delivery driver and we used to live in an apartment he used to ring the buzzer he'd ring every buzzer yeah whoever answered he'd just open the door he'd say parcel it's the thing he'd say okay no worries come in or i'll come down either yeah. or you buzz the door he'd open the door he would launch it at the stairs yeah genuinely not trying to throw Which it up a the good stairs, 10 feet. just throw it at yeah. the stairs so yeah. it hit the fifth or sixth step and just walk off done delivered no, because because yeah. I'm a troll and I live under the stairs, <laughs> so just throw it on my roof. <laughs> Maybe you'd seen you leave the apartment block, Sam. But anyway, how did you? You how have you got from? I was oh because I was suit so I was suit shopping, so I wanted to put something on TV as I was suit shopping, and I went on. And to you're your... so self-indulged that you thought I'm going to put James Bond on while suit trying, so <laughs> no, that I, I went... can feel like James Bond. <laughs> I went onto your Amazon account to put on the Grand Tour. Yes, all of the, the James Bonds are on now, so I'm assuming and, that's where you're going. And all the James Bonds are on there. So I watched the first two Pierce Brosnan ones. Ah, okay. And I thought, do you know what, actually, because he had a couple of interesting cars in that, which we'll get onto in a second, but I thought, I wonder what 
Sam's favourite James Bond is, James Bond films, and then James Bond car is. So we'll start off, Sam. What was your favourite James Bond film? Okay. Films group. I have only ever seen Daniel Craig's James Bond. <laughs> it's going to be a limited answer. <laughs> so my favourite James Bond yeah. was Daniel Craig. Was it? Yes. That's shocking. <laughs> but I think having... I've obviously seen clips of... Of some of the older ones. The older ones. I don't think I'd necessarily change my mind anyway. Okay, that's fair. I, yeah. I can't give a definitive answer because I've not seen them, but I do, I really like, like, I really like, I think those, that group of films, Yeah. especially my favourite one, which I'm not going to reveal now, we'll do a little suspense. Yeah, 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 keep people will go down in my, my sort of top five, top ten films okay. of all time anyway. So in that so. case, of, of, of the cars that Daniel Craig had in My favourite car wouldn't be one of Daniel Craig's cars. <laughs> Interesting, okay, we'll come back to that one yeah. then. Favourite film? Um, it's difficult for me to pick. I'd probably say the latest one, the the newest one, No Time to Die. Yeah, okay. The very the very the, the one purely that came for out everything. I mean, it's 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 almost unfair to compare that to a his first one and b any older ones because it's mm. a current Hollywood film where they've got the biggest budget and it was the blockbuster film of well, it was supposed to be twenty nineteen, but lockdown then, put it yeah, put it yeah. back. But they had so much money to throw at it that it was always going to be better because they had the budget of the rest of the film. They films had good writers as well. So they, oh, no, you put it all absolutely together. Absolutely fantastic film. Yeah. And do you know what? Yeah, the yeah. main thing for me that sold that film to me, and this is going to be, might seem a bit weird to some people, they did, you know, the uh, James Bond sort of theme. They did a, a sort of a, a different remixed edition to that. When he's in, when he's in the DB5 spinning round oh, yeah. in that yeah. square, there's sort of a re a remastered edition of the James Bond sort of song there. Okay, that bit of music sold the film to me. I'm very, you, I mean, you probably know I'm sold very much a music person. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like film music, TV music, I love. Like, yeah, yeah, I've got I've got that particular bit of music on my everyday music playlist. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> so that'd be for me that one. But all of Daniel Craig's films, I don't think there was a bad one. What was the car then? Uh, Pierce Brosnan's DB. Seven, his DB Seven. Okay, the one that had the. Oh no, he had Advantage, didn't he? Uh, in he one did of them? have Advantage. Yeah, Advantage, then because that's one of my all-time favourite. B twelve Advantage. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not. What are you saying? What are we both Vanquish. saying? <laughs> this is what I've said that before. Sometimes yeah. when you're doing a podcast, you completely. Forget. Yeah, he had the Vanquish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me that. I think, but that... also the DBS. If we, if I have to pick from the films I've actually seen, the DBS probably. So I'm not going to hide. Uh, I think a lot of people would agree with you about Daniel Craig. A lot of people think he is. Either one of or the best yeah. James Bond. Obviously, the, some of the early ones are fantastic, and you know. But I think some people will say, it having like me not seen the other ones, but I feel like at least I'm being honest and saying no, I haven't seen the other ones. Yes, but for me, and it maybe just be the age that I watched them at. It, I, I, I feel it's Pierce Brosnan, and I, and so few people agree with me. It's amazing. So few people think he was the best, and for me, it's just because. When I think of James Bond in my head, the way he played the character, which was Daniel Craig brought another element to the character, which it was, was darker. Yeah, and it sort of had. I that. quite like that though. So yes, I no, think that's why. <laughs> but I like the fact that with, with, when I when you think of James Bond, he's a character. Yeah, yeah. Now Daniel Craig made him almost a person. Yeah. As in, okay. you kind of believe like what you think of with Pierce Brosnan, and you think, God, that's what MI6 of the UK looks like, and of course. They don't all go around in tuxedos, no. chasing after people in Aston Martins. I'm sure they would have yeah. <laughs> even more people applying if that was the job title. Definitely. But and and I know he played, you know, James Bond in those is a bit more chauvinistic. But actually, if you really watch the films, you see he is always kept in his box, sort of thing. You know, yeah, yeah. M is it, that's where she starts, and uh, Judy Dench starts, and she always has that little bit of a relationship with him where it's a little bit like. I don't want you to die, but I will send you... In fact, she says it in one of the films, which yeah. is basically, I will send you to your death, but I don't want to. Uh, and, uh, oh, now you've said Judy Dench, I think Skyfall would have to... It'd be between No Time to Die and Skyfall. Because of Judy Dench? No, just because oh, that, right, okay. when you say Judy Dench in relation to James Bond, I know she's in all of them. Yeah. Well, of the not, ones, not all of all them. The yeah. ones that I think seen. she might take a little bit of offence to The ones that we're talking about. <laughs> yes. But for me, you say that, you say James Bond, I think of Skyfall. Yeah, for some reason I don't yeah. know why. It's just I associate those. That was a good film. Um, of the cars, I'll go very left field. I really like the Aston Martins, and do you know what? Are oh, you going to say the Lotus? I'm not. Oh, you're not. No, no. 
it's a See, very... so I don't know if the, I know if the, I know things about some of the others. Yeah, I know yeah, about yeah. The, the underwater lotus yeah. and stuff like that. But it's an odd choice. It wouldn't be my favourite, but I would. It's a special mention. Is it to the it. taxi you got in one of the films? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a motorbike. That it's he a moped. On. Yeah, it's that snowmobile that he has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, th- he has a BMW 750i, a grey one. Oh, okay. Which is like bulletproof and uh, oh, what's the guy Q has built all these little features into it. And didn't, it just... they, didn't he have an M1 at one point? Or the Z, 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 Z? He had a Z3 in the film before. Okay. Just when the Z3. I just remember out. I had the game. Which was funny because they gave him a Z3. Yes, they, they had the game. And I had, it was in the game. <laughs> uh, they gave him the Z3 in the film. He doesn't drive it apart from to drive up to the guy who's playing the CIA agent. There's always usually a CIA agent yeah. somewhere in them. He drives up to get a plane off the guy and then gives the guy the car. And that's the only, oh, okay. only place he's pretty in. <laughs> okay. But no, the, the only reason, look, the favourite, I would probably agree with you, I like the DBS yeah. that Daniel Craig drives. That, that would be that one and the Vanquish to me. It was such an upgrade on the DB9, the DBS. Yes, it was, yeah. And I mean, so, in real life and... and, and but it was brought about from the films. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, because that's they made the DBS for, for essentially the for the James Bond film. But and so that's that was such is. an upgrade on the DB9. I think it must have affected DB9 sales when the DBS came out because yeah, it was because... So, it was only simple things. I had a slightly bigger body kit on it and the lights at the back were frosted. A bit more power. Of, yeah, but, but I mean, aesthetically, yeah, yeah. it just had the frosted lights at the back, didn't it? Yeah. Instead of the red ones. And it I think a bit more muscular. A, yeah, it was but... such a visual change. Yeah, it was. And that was the problem is I think... The car itself was so capable as a tourer that taking some of the touring away and making it sports car-ish yeah. was actually enough to really tip the scale back to DB9 when people may have leaned yeah. to other grand tours of the time. Um, I'd I say the Vanquish, especially the film, I'm trying to... Well, it's just something about the way that car looks as well. I think that's just such a nice-looking car. Does Vanquish die another day? Is that the film that it is? I want to say yes, but having not seen it, I think uh, I think never seen those. I think you're right there. Um, but uh, yeah, really, it's okay. I'll look. You know, they do. There's a Callum, Callum somebody. Oh, I'm sorry if he's listening. I'm sure he probably isn't, but he might be. Um, he was one of the original designers of the Vanquish, and there were certain things he couldn't do at Aston Martin, and so now he is rebuilding them. Die Another Day was the one. Die Another Day was it, okay. And making them into his original vision. It's quite incredible when you see them. Uh, Anyone who's a subscriber onto the Harry's Garage videos would have known that he got one uh, a few months back. And yeah, it just, you look at that and you think, oh, why wasn't the Vanquish that? But of course it had to fit other things at the time and there was some cost stuff going on and there was some design briefs that had to be fit. But it's not, you know, it's not like a huge upgrade. It's like, well, for the driving it probably is, but it just takes the Vanquish to a point where you think, ah, that's the car it was always supposed to be. Yeah. And they just had to power it back a little bit for production. So anyway, yeah, I just happened to put, I was on, let's say, on your Amazon and I saw the James Bond films there and I was like, hold on. It's not even going to get a reaction nowadays because whose Netflix account do you use? Yours. Whose yeah. Amazon account do you use? Yours. Whose Amazon Prime account do you use? Yours. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any accounts that you use that wouldn't be mine? YouTube. Okay, yeah, you'd have to pay for that. Yeah. Uh, anything that I pay for that Sam doesn't pay for? No, I can't. Whose Sky Go do you use? Yours. <laughs> <laughs> Whose BT Sport would you use? Yours. Well, yeah. you wouldn't use my mum's, but <laughs> yes, that's true. I use my mum's. Yeah. <laughs> but no, again, I mean, well, I'm in a position where I don't have. I'm in a position where I've got friends that I can steal from. Yeah, they have the extra things. So I'm like, why do I pay for it separately? (laughs) That covers off my James Bond subject. Then good, I can cross that out. That was that was one of those ones that the anyone who was listening to the last podcast and thought and heard me say, oh, there's a couple of things I want to talk about, but I know it could be because it could have been. Yeah, which ironically, I don't know how far we are into the podcast, but I I put us only around half an hour. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I just thought that's one of those subjects where it could have gone on for eight because I didn't know that you'd only seen it. I know you've probably mentioned it before. But I thought you know you may have seen all of them. Yeah, and uh, you'd say, "Oh well, there was this one, and there was that car, and then before you know it, it would be half an hour in just for you debating." So, next big subject, Sam, what do yeah. you want? Do you want to talk about? Oh, got a few things here. Shall we play the game of how much would you play? Uh, how much would you pay for a Cupra 
This is the Cupra Born. Anyone wondering that um, if you look up Cupra Born online, you'll see it. We talked about it in a very early podcast, but it's the electric hot hatch, if you like, that Cupra yeah, yeah. are selling. It's a, underneath. It's an ID three Volkswagen ID three with some mod. Well, with that's been Cupra'd. Yeah, um, is the best way of putting it. Now they've released a subscription service where you can pay. Uh, you can pay monthly and have okay. the vehicle on a subscription so you don't own it okay. it's a bit like leasing but it's not because you can sort of just cut it off at any time interesting now on we don't have to tell the listeners what you earn but i want to know how much you'd have to earn to pay the amount for this car so on your current salary okay how much would you pay for a subscription service cooper born on my current salary would be on difficult current... because we've just we've got a mortgage but we've yeah, got a slightly have, higher yeah. mortgage than we wanted so. yeah but <laughs> I don't have a lot of expenditure. If, if, for example, your car just went bang and your partner said to you, you're not, you know, I don't want you to buy a used car. I want you to buy a new one. I've seen this subscription deal. Right. I think do that. Or something's forced you into it. How much? Does it include insurance or anything or is it just the car? Good question. I don't think it includes insurance. Okay. For the argument's sake, we'll say it doesn't. Okay. So currently, what would I be willing to expend? Which I know will be too low, but I'll start off at 200. Okay. So if you earned another ten thousand pounds a year yeah how much would you be willing to pay i'm just trying to work out what that give me extra um, for for a cooper born oh christ no no i'm just i say you've oh. got to put but it's honestly um, into the car so we're effectively talking about like a volkswagen golf sized Size. vehicle yeah uh i would I, w- I wouldn't want to go above 300 okay let's say i tripled your salary how much would you? How much would you then say you would spend on this? To, well, you still got to have a Cooper born, but how much money? Would yeah, but you, I'm saying I don't think I'd want to go. But you'd have a bit above. more spare money, so maybe you'd be a bit more willing to just. Yeah, I just still wouldn't want to pay for for a car that size. Okay, maybe I'd could nudge to three fifty. I know I'm going to be well off the park, but <laughs> what about if I was going to pay you two hundred thousand pounds a year? Well, then I'd have a nice car. No, no, but you still. I said I'll pay you that, but you have to have yourself a Cooper born. And you walked into the dealer and this okay. guy said, I will pay £700 a month. Wow, well then you can have one. <laughs> is that how much it is? £700 a month Seven, is how much it right. is. Right, let's have a quick list because you're good at this. Just a quick, doesn't have to be specific, a quick rundown of some better cars that you could get for less on monthly deals, roughly. Oh, you could have. Just just, just to give people an idea of Depending things you on your deposit, for less. Depending on your deposit amount because yeah, that's okay. where it gets in. But that sort of money gets you into what i would sort of put in a term of proper mm-hmm. cars so you could have uh rs4 don't say people have got to put in their mind that there would be deposits down to this so you know but m4 if you want to go for the german stuff because we're, we're in a, you know, how about German. electric cars off the top of your head do you know any roughly you could probably i'm thinking get, would you be able to get into a taken or would that be too much of a stress i th- i'm thinking early one of the early spec takens would probably be Depending on deposit, probably be a bit too much. Whether you could get into an e-tron, okay. Well, this uh, e-tron GT not bad. Um, would be a possibility. All of these things, no offence to Cupra, yeah. are better than a Cupra born. What I would say is there was a something that it won't exist anymore, but a few a couple about a year or so ago, there was an offer being done by Porsche, and I think it was Aston Martin. Quite a thick deposit, but they were looking at payments about this for three yes. years insane but i mean it was quite a thick deposit but that was on a pcp you know three years why is there not uproar about this in the car subscription do you know what i looked at what it would be to finance this car and just to finance it was 560 pounds so they can argue well we're not charging that much more because they were so high to begin with that's insane i I thought i would ask a few of our friends who earn different salaries because maybe i thought maybe we're just frugal maybe we don't think it's worth it why don't we get a varied response i found no one even on the very high brackets of, of wage earnings. Yeah, I know who you've asked. <laughs> that would spend £700 for a start. Like, that was a stretch. When I said, well, what about if it was a Porsche? People went, oh, maybe was the best I got. I mean, that's, a... that's mortgage payment territory. This is the problem. Is that for, 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 for average people. For, you've got to really love the idea of owning a Cupra born to put 700 Because at that point, you are earning a lot of money. Yeah. And the cars that go with that, are some let's say I, I only named a couple of german ones you could get some really special stuff outside of it sorry I just, I, sorry just to quickly uh, i'm saying that's mortgage territory so uh, 
I'm speaking out of turn there. That's mortgage and bills territory for a lot of people. For for certain people, if you depending on where uh, you I, live in the country. Yeah, I'd say for a reasonably average. I, mean, I I wouldn't describe us as living in a lavish house, but I wouldn't describe us as living in an overly cheap. You live house. in a mansion in the countryside, mate. What are you on about? I've been to yours. It's like an old converted farmhouse. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I wouldn't say we lived in the smallest house we could possibly buy. And obviously, we don't live in a mansion. But I'd say we live in a fairly average. It's a semi-detached three-bedroom house with a nice yep. nice sized garden. Yeah. It's. Uh, I'm not going to go into prices of stuff, but, but I mean, it's you, more than you, 700. You, you know how much yeah. the house cost. It's a fairly average, well, it is, it's just above for average house. For your area of the country. It's actually just above average house price for the country. It is, but the, that's swayed a lot yeah, obviously. by London and things but like that. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, but mortgage and bills, each of us are paying in around sorry, that. You're saying that totally it would be, say, 1400. You're talking about yeah, yeah, individually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Sorry, okay, I understand what you're but saying. But obviously, obviously, I'm I'm going to pay for my. You're cut. talking about total yeah. for, for my half of the bills, and I know for some of my friends, that's roughly what they're paying in as well to their yeah. joint accounts. But instead, you could have an electric Cooper. Right, so I could I could have a Buy house. A I service. could have a house, heat, water, food, food as well, and any sky and stuff that I would potentially have. Yeah, or I could have a car. No, it's charging because I don't have a house. Yes, but I don't, and I'd have to sleep. Well, you in go it. to fast <laughs> charges. Well, it's fine. I'd, I'd have to sleep at one so I could use the electricity <laughs> of the car overnight to keep it warm. Well, if you were charging at three o'clock in the morning, at least there wouldn't be a queue for the chargers. True. But could you charge that at, long? Ju- you've got to look at the positives. <laughs> yes, homeless, but yeah. have a car. <laughs> I, I thought that was... The, the reason I asked the varied number of people with wages, because I thought... Yeah, maybe, obviously, some people maybe, have got more expendable income. If you've got more to spend and, and people just put things under your nose and... Perhaps you're a little bit skewed as to what you're willing to spend. It's a bit like if you ask someone on average salary, what would you spend on a watch? And then if they're not particularly into watches, but you tripled or quadrupled their salary, they would just naturally go and buy a Omega or a Rolex because they're just yeah, like, well, do you know what? I've got enough money to do it, so I will. And instead of going on a holiday to Spain or Greece or whatever, they'll go on a holiday to the Maldives. Or, yeah. You know, it's just a case of they don't, they're not necessarily that into it, but because they've got the money to do it, they will. Yeah, yeah of course. And I couldn't find anyone that even on some of the higher salaries, and I, I mean, I couldn't find anyone that was willing to spend £700 really at all. The only people that would said it would have to be something very special. And when I said it's a subscription service for a Cooper born, mm. pretty much hung up on me. Yeah. So, and these people I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd hang up on I know you without you asking gonna say, me a question. I was going to say a but, lot of them would hang up on me anyway. Um, <laughs> I mean, the thing is that you haven't even really got, you haven't got the option of buying the car at the end of it anyway. No, you literally, this is like at a At least rental. with other things you've either got the option of giving it back or you you know you pay the parachute payment and all this sort of stuff at least you have the option this is literally it's, it's almost like the argument the between between sorry, you're thinking of um premiership football team sorry yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> i did wonder why you said parachute <laughs> payment but yeah um that's almost like the argument between sort of renting and buying isn't it yes it's you know a lot of people say that renting is sort of you, you're throwing your money away if you like because yeah. you're not getting anything you're not from getting it anything at the back, end. But you haven't got the costs associated. But if the boiler goes bang, Precisely. it's not your boiler sort of thing. Um, which would be the obvious perks with this. But you, with a car, I don't think you want to look at it in house terms, do you really? Unless you, you are really going to be don't. living in it because you're paying £700 a month for a car. I, I am just trying to find something. If we can be fair to it, if they do include insurance. I, but I don't, I don't think... Even if it does, though, mate. I mean, my insurance is... Uh, so it's three hundred a year, four hundred a year. Yeah, it's so not. So it's thirty quid. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it it's not. It's not a deal breaker if they include the insurance. If I was seventeen, and my insurance was still like eighteen hundred pounds, and they included it, then yeah, that's fine. I that's appreciated. But you know, when you just read something and then the page that you were cl- clicked on loads. Do you know what? Up, I have so that all the time. Sometimes I'll be scrolling through, I don't know, Twitter or something, and I'll press the button to refresh back to the top of the page. But just as it starts to scroll up. I'll read the start of something that I want yeah. to read, and, like, oh, and then that's the and then that's I gone. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to find that again. We can listen to Miles fumble. Right, uh, it does include insurance. Okay, it does, but there's going to be caveats to the insurance, surely, because if you're a 17 year old going to buy it. Okay, interestingly, I'll give him one thing. It says it includes charging, but. Yeah, I'd need to know more details. Yeah, it. I'd it also need to. I'd be interested to know about the insurance whether there's caveats to it. Yeah, about like what age? Well, if if and you're seventeen and you've just passed and you can afford, no, they won't cover you. No, but then no. when when will they start covering? Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. And and with usually, but it's not going to be massively advertised off the bat. No, so you'd have no. to have the embarrassment of going to the dealer saying, 
I'd like to buy this car. I'm, you know, I've done really well for myself so so far throughout my life. I've saved all my pocket money since I was eight. <laughs> so you're an eight-year-old. <laughs> and I've got a job Dreaming now. of a future car that didn't exist yeah. when you were eight. And but now I've saved all my yeah. money so that when I was 17, I could go out and I could buy a car on payments that I wouldn't own at the end of it. Yeah. So here I am <laughs> about, about to realise my dream. Can I have... Oh, sorry, say so 17 with no, no claims bonus. We don't come back in four years. And I know. This is what used to say... This is what makes people turn to drugs. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we say... Okay, as another clip. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we say, you know, get people interested in cars. They won't have any money for everything else. All the, all the well, other sort of vices yeah. you can have in life. And you know what? People I've met that are really into cars, they're always broke, but they... they That's very true. They can't touch cigarettes or drugs or drink. <laughs> They just haven't got or even money. gambling because no, they just can't afford it. It's just like, look, every penny goes into the car, and then the car breaks down, and so I need to have. Yeah, you know, there's no. I can't fritter away anything. It all goes in the car. There's an old the chap I work with at, at work who has a. Uh, it's a W Reg MR Toyota MR2. Oh, nice. Mid so the, the new shape. Yeah, yeah, but it's the mid engine. But yeah, one point eight. But he 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 work. I don't know. He works full time with me where I work, but he has a separate job that he does two nights a week at a. He calls it the big house. So he work, it's like, a, there's Miles just putting down his drink. Sorry, He's going to try and edit that out just to make me look an idiot now. Um, so he'll go do their gardening for them. And he's 62. Oh, so wow. he's doing a full-time job and then going to work for, I think it's like an extra six or seven hours. Okay. But all of the money he earns from the other job is his MR2 money. Oh, I see. So they bought yeah, it. He, bought it, it. he yeah. bought it with his son to do it up. His son completely lost interest straight away. And Brilliant. Said, basically he said, well, I'll have it when you don't want it anymore or you pass okay. on okay yeah. if you like but, but in the meantime dad you can fix it up and make it make it spot on okay but he uses that as all his mr2 money yeah so you're right people do if they are into their cars that their money also, goes on on that you know you think all the time he spends with the car and all he spends time making the money to, to pay for the car these are times when he's not just sat at home doing nothing yeah oh, he was on about decatting it the other day because there's a problem Ooh. with the cat and i said to him no you're not doing that yeah <laughs> So just You'd go. He's like, yeah, but I could, I could, oh, I could decat it. Well, I've been told I can take the catalytic converter off instead of buying a new one. I said, just spend the money and go and buy a new one. Yeah, or get a sports cat if you. But you're not going to re- like in that particular car. You'd release. The problem is, unless you're going to do all the remapping and stuff on a naturally aspirated engine like that, it's run with a cat its entire life. You then remove it, free up a bit of power, but for a start, every time you stop. The, the wave of emissions will just come into the cabin yeah. because, you know, a breeze comes your way and you're there and you think, why have I got a headache? problem is he's, he's been told that it's clogging up the cat because he doesn't use it enough. Because he, yeah, he, just, he, he just poodles from his house to work, which is a 20-minute a, a mm. journey. And he's got, so he's got a mechanical friend that's told him that that's what's, no, the, that's what's this, causing the problem. This mechanical but I've said to him, just, just replace the cat and then it's done. Yeah, he's I mean, got to replace the soft top on it as well, so he's trying to save money where he can. Yeah, but cats need replacing every fifteen years or so yeah, in the car. Maybe but... ten years, depending on the mileage. But they're just they're a he, He's agreed. He's agreed not to. So yeah. Also, he... your partner's just started cooking something that smells very nice, and it's just wafting through to the office. I don't know if you can oh, smell right, it okay. or not. Because I'm, I'm faced away. Yeah, it smells the whatever it is smells delightful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we need to get like a little hatch that can open in the bottom of the door for the and office, just see what so it can slide through. So, yeah, even with insurance, I don't think I could have found anyone who would have been willing to lay out 700 a month. I know it's a pilot program. No, that's in, it's I'm not, genuine insanity. I'm not trying is. to knock it before it begins. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to point out the clear issue, which is if who you t- where's your target audience? What young people that want sporty cars, are they spending £700 no, a month well, on this? Some might, but... Yeah, but okay. So they are going to spend £700 a month and then they get all the options laid out in front of them. Which would be some... Yeah, they're not going to pick that. Brand new RS3 with the five-cylinder. I mean, you've got that on one... Or, you could, I mean, again, yeah, if you like electric cars, great. But I hate to go straight back to it, but if you just want a fast electric car, there are two or three manufacturers that can just give you that. Yeah. And Tesla, one of them being one of the known ones, but um, BMW with their new i4. You know, there's lots of car manufacturers out there that can just give you a car that launches And frankly, quickly. probably a little bit better looking. Even if, you, even if you went with an ID three, yeah, it would be a better. Well, Cooper, I think it's a better looking car. No, we both like the Cooper Born. I like it, but yeah. I don't think it's not for seven hundred pound a month. No, but I also don't think it's the most striking looking car in the world. That's fair. I think it's quite striking. 
If it's you get not, it I'm not Vita saying 2, it's bad. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. I wouldn't that's necessarily fair. pick it over an ID3 because I think the ID3 is a very nice looking car. They are going to do just uh, just so you know, they're going to do an ID3 a GTX. I think it's going oh, to that'd be, be nice because I mean, it already be G- looks sporty. Yeah, so. so it's like a GTI version. And I've seen uh, what the sort of concept idea looks of it, and yeah, it's it's adding the little bits that it needs to look that bit sportier. Okay, it's also adding some power and bits and pieces like that. So uh, if you are in a Golf GTI at the moment, and you've made your decision, you're going to buy electric next. Hold uh, on. Yeah, have a, just just have a search of ID3 GTX. You might even find the article that I did about it. You might do. It wasn't on the Mars Driven, <laughs> just, just in case no, you go there. It's so. his other job that he's yeah. not allowed to talk about, <laughs> anyway. which is why I haven't seen a picture of this car, because I'm guessing it was through work. It was, yeah. Um, but I can show you it. I'll show you afterwards. Another manufacturer, Sam, that are playing hide-and-seek with prices. Da, 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 da. Which do one? Do you want to guess? Yeah, you've already told me. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Did I tell you before the podcast? Yes. Fiat. I went on Fiat's website this week. I had to find a price of... Miles, uh, Fiat are one of the most exclusive car brands in the world. They yeah. don't need to... Take, if don't. you need to ask the price, you can't afford you can't. it. Exactly. I couldn't believe it. I was just looking for the price, I think, of a 500 base model. What do they start at? And I played... Well, nowadays, they're all electric, so I imagine about £40,000. Yeah, I played Ring of Ring of Roses with them and went round and round and round. <laughs> I couldn't find it anywhere. Went to their sister company, A Bath, yep. that just make the old 500. It's advertised in massive numbers. It's there in screen. front of you. You go onto the homepage. Do you want the 595, which is this much, or do you want the 695, which is this much? I was like, this is insane. You then click at the range. They show you every car A Bath sell with a price next to it. <laughs> but you go to Fiat, and it's just like, yeah, you just I've just got unlimited money suddenly. Jaguar do it as well, I think. What, I don't not, think the prices are on the Jaguar website. They should be the next target. We'll go and try it. Out, but so, yeah. I'm from from memory. It just, it just baffles me, like the as if I, I could have never have sold a car. I'm trying to think if like, if any customer ever bought a car off me when I was selling them blind. I.e., they didn't want to see the paperwork. They didn't want to see the prices. <laughs> they didn't want to see the payments. They just really wanted that car, and they weren't interested in everything else. <laughs> I can't think of a single one. It's one of the major parts of your buying decision the reason well, people say oh i'm just deciding between a ferrari sf90 and a, a fiat, fiat 500 uh, yeah. electric i'm just between the two not quite it doesn't happen no of course it doesn't you know otherwise we'd all be at the porsche dealership every weekend yeah saying well i'm a bit bored with this one yeah Do have you got one. any carrera gts hanging about yeah, in the second just, <laughs> i mean if you have to i don't know give us just give us anything and i'll come back in a week What's this? A GT2 RS? No. no, no I don't fancy that this week. No. Yeah. A Boxster? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam, Bentley, you'll like this. Bentley is selling a new Bentayga. And Very it's good. called the EWB. So okay. it's the Bentayga, so the 4x4. Yeah. The SUV. Yeah, if, yeah. if everyone listening, if you can get that in your mind, the SUV model. But it's called the EWB. You want to guess what it's something to do with the Queen, isn't it? Oh, it's not, but that's not bad, but it's, it's that's not quite correct. But oh, okay. I don't know then. That's H. Royal. Oh, I thought... Oh, okay. Anyway, doesn't matter. Oh, no, sorry, Elizabeth. E.R. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm just getting confused then. I don't know, anyway, you tell me. Sorry, to all our international listeners. Is it something to do with what the, about? the chap that is called something something Bentley? Nope, nothing like that. I'll give you a clue. The WB stands for wheelbase. What does the E stand for? Electric wheelbase. <laughs> no, not bad, but no. Extended wheelbase. Extended wheelbase. Ah, good. The back door on this thing is so long, I think it's probably longer than sideways the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I saw this thing. It's like, oh, yeah, we've released a stretched version. You think? Good, because the car was quite small. Yeah. How would you ever get out of it? Because the, the door is so long. Yeah, we don't. As it opens on the hinge. Miles, you're thinking too unilaterally here. What you need to think is people that own this car live on a country estate and have 85 acres to open the door for their car. Well, they don't. They'll take take the helicopter. To Tesco? Yes. So, oh, I need to do the weekly shop. Again, they're not going to do the weekly shop. They go to Harrods. No. And the man comes to open the door for them. Miles, they get chauffeur driven there. Yeah, but they've got the Bentayga's for when you're drunk and going shooting. Uh, you okay. wake up, you have six yeah, gallons of whiskey, yes. you put on a hat, and you go out, you get in your Bentley, you drive across your lawns, <laughs> through your fields, shoot a grouse, and then drive home. Just for anyone Throw who's... it at your butler and say, cook this. And then the butler will go out, get you a McDonald's, and then say, look, it's lovely, isn't it? It's 18 centimetres longer. So that's for non-metrics. That's seven inches? Yeah, probably. Just, uh, just over seven inches longer. Yeah. 
Sam's doing some non-family friendly measurements there. Um, <laughs> I didn't think you'd actually say about it. Yeah, it's, it's seven inches longer than a st- standard Bentayga, which was not a short car to begin with. No. I that is very see. true. <laughs> I can't say there's much of a market for it. I just I just don't know. Who Maybe would... in um, I places think... like uh, Dubai. and I think they're exclusive. I don't want to say it wrong, but I think they might be exclusively selling it in China or somewhere. You that would make sense. You, you put one of the most condensed fitting. cities, uh, countries in the world. Yeah, <laughs> and they're going to fit. You can option to have like plain seats in the back. Well, because like it's the, the size, size of one. Yeah, exactly. I imagine with this extra um, seven inches, they're including wings and. Uh, I'm about to say, I would imagine <laughs> that's flaps, tails. That's why they've had to extend the wheelbase <laughs> to get the wing in. Yeah. <laughs> so no, the just, undercarriage can fold away. Just incredible. I, I really baffled me that one. Um, not. I understand why it exists, and they cancelled the Mulzan extended wheelbase, so I understand from that side. It's just the impracticality of having such a long rear door means you can only park at hotels and stuff, because to get the door open, yeah, if the door opened upwards, no problem. That would, look, that would look ridiculous, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, it would. <laughs> but then I suppose maybe I'm being ridiculous, because Rolls-Royce have the uh, reverse hinge doors or suicide doors, yeah, and they don't have a problem. And True. You need extra... I mean, you need a parking space to get out of those, so... I'm probably just being... Yeah, um, these people aren't parking up in car parks, are they? So, No, I just wonder that they must at some... Can you imagine at some point, you must be in a situation where you have to get out of a car and it's... I, d- I don't think they are. Well, I don't know. The Ritz is full. You get dropped off and somebody will go park it for you. Yeah, but you don't want to walk. What, walk on the street? Yeah, you'll get dropped off. Yeah. Outside the front door. But what about if it's packed out the front door? Well, it won't be because they keep it moving. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. The rich, that's, people, that's a good the rich people have to be dropped off. Yeah, all of my problems with this car are, are, don't really exist. Well, do yeah, they? no, because only only because you're living in the real world, and these people don't live in the real world. So uh, that's for everyone that will then see next week. Sam buys himself a Bentley Bentayga extended yeah, the, wheelbase. The, the, the podcast has really taken off. Yeah, and we're like, what's the first car you're going to buy, Sam? I want that extended wheelbase Bentley. Yeah, an extended wheelbase uh, Viren. Viren. <laughs> yes. Um, couple of other things. The government have. Oh, do we want to do the government, Sam? No. They, 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 they were giving some advice about how to save money. No, because I'm going to rant for too long if we start talking about the government. And their advice? Yeah, I, definitely. I was, okay, we won't go to the government. My advice, though. Okay. Cause oh, my, yes, you have some consumer advice. Yes. It's nothing to do with cars. No, if you, uh, if you want to save some energy, we know energy Oh, you have to, because you just paid £700 a month for, for your Cooper Cooper Born. So now you're thinking, I can't switch the lights on. Well, I have the answer for you, because there's been lots of helpful advice given. And we've got just as useless advice as all the helpful advice that's come out. <laughs> and that is, don't switch your oven on. So take the oven out, put it in the bin. Yeah. I So the oven in my apartment has genuinely been broken for a few weeks. It a few a, weeks? Miles, it's been it's broken been for longer. months. It, basically, a part broke, and that part then got, well, was supposed to be fixed, but it needed a part that was out of stock. So we had to wait three weeks for the part, which then came, which then blew eight fuses in the cooker and the main fuse in the apartment which was great fun (laughs) not being able to work for a minute and wondering why everything's gone out and then had to wait for another one to be delivered and then blah 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 but anyway in that time i just noticed as everyone has i've got a smart meter so it shows me what my usage is and so for a lot of people you know your rate's gone up and you think oh okay it's not too bad you know it's not too bad then the oven started working and on the first day we thought oh well, we'll just have a pizza or something easy yeah. dinner put it in the oven and just noticed that the electricity bill was a lot higher on that day and thought what's going on here and then realized it's all the oven so there's there's my top tip uh, don't use your oven put it in the bin <laughs> yeah instead get a takeaway <laughs> well there you go well you're not gonna be able to afford the cooper born then because well, you bought a takeaway yeah uh, get it for collection you have to pay the delivery fee and you can go and collect it in your car okay well there you go some uh I think real that, winning life advice. I think that advice is as useful as a lot of the advice that's been given out by certain people. Oh, this week. definitely more. Yeah, more realistic <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ford uh, over in the US have released an F one fifty Lightning, and it won't be surprising or shocking to people by the name. This is the electric F one fifty. Sam, I don't think, is going to have too much to say about this because he loves pickup trucks, but he only loves pickup trucks that are sold here. And yeah. they have to be the agricultural ones. So he loves a D-Max. Or he loves <laughs> any, anything that's got the sort of name that's like, oh, Suzu. Yeah. Yeah, Toyota. Yeah. I'm doing it in an Aussie accent because that, to me, Absolutely is those rugged fine. work trucks. See, you know? you're, almost, you're trying to take the mick out of you, but it's not working. No, no, I'm not trying to take the mick. I'm just, <laughs> I know those are your trucks. If we're ever talking about trucks and it's the sort of stuff that's 
Japanese or as a proper work vehicle, that's where Sam's in it. When you're talking about the bigger stuff, which I really like, Sam just sort of switches off. Yeah. But <laughs> my point with this is I've driven, oh, how long ago was it? A couple of years, about three years ago. I drove the V8, might have been four years. I get the right date, but it doesn't matter too much. It's the current model, but with the V8 engine. And I understood why they were transitioning to the three, uh, I think the three and a half litre V6 turbo engine, because when you're in a big truck like that, you don't necessarily need a V8. A lot of people want yeah, V8, yeah. but it did feel, and it's so ridiculous, it felt right with a V8. There was, there was nothing better it did than the V6, but it felt right to have the <laughs> V8. And so I have no problem at all with the F-150 Lightning because I think it's faster for a start. Yeah. It's going to be, I, I don't, I don't want to say better for the environment, but at least at the tailpipe. Yeah. You could have less coming out. Well, There's no emissions. Coming out. Yeah. And when you're trying to just move big weights, actually having a battery skateboard just move you along. Yeah. Can, you know, yeah. It's not that these that. people are racing these things. So and if they are, not it's anymore. just in a straight line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also you can power, if you do want to use it as a work truck, it can power loads of uh, really heavy duty stuff like generators and stuff like that because yeah. obviously it's got this huge battery pack. So... I don't have a problem with it being electric, and I think actually it's a good for a lot of workers who sort of want something and want to run it as cheaply as possible. Obviously, you haven't got the maintenance of an engine. The only thing for me was when I drove the V8, it felt right in the F150, <laughs> and I cannot justify it any better than just saying it felt everything American about America that America is. Yeah. And and that may make sense to nobody apart from anyone who's ever been somewhere in the US or been somewhere and thought, do you know what? This is completely wasteful and moronic. But I lo- like. Uh, but I enjoy it. Yeah. You know what, what it's like? Monster trucks. Yeah, no, that's like, true. Yeah. They have no function. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 there's no sport. Well, I mean, yeah, I suppose people would argue there's a. But they're just destroying things. Yeah, yeah. In a stadium in front of a load of people with their shirts off, <laughs> yeah. screaming. And you think, where's the sense in this? And you, yeah, but. I don't, I don't hate it. Yeah, it's just something. <laughs> it's, I just, it's fun. Yeah, if I ever see a clip on YouTube, I'm like, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I can't justify Definitely. why it's yeah. pretty cool, <laughs> yeah. but it just is cool. So, I think this is going to be a good step forward. And if we get, actually, ne- my next trip to Sweden, if 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 one comes up, because yeah. I think there's one going over to the uh, dealer in, Sw- in Sweden that I've got some family do some business with them. So, um. I usually get to have a little test drive of the stuff that they've got in. If they have a Lightning, I'll drive it because I don't. I don't think it will come over here. Like I don't think importers will bring no, no. it here. It just we just have too many other options. And why would you want? I say why do you want a truck that big? There's a guy I think lives nearby me. I see him in his F150 all the time. <laughs> I think yeah, just just something right. <laughs> and you know, but uh, yeah, I'm actually glad they've they've done it and it brings more competition to that area of the electric pickup truck and we'll see yeah which is good competition is only a good thing yeah definitely and and i say the other great thing is if you are you know you need to power up a generator or something and you you need an electric source because you're working way off you know on yeah you've got one yeah you've got i mean your car is now that so they they showed in the promo it powering a barbecue (laughs) electric barbecue obviously and you just (laughs) thought yeah i can't think i don't really want barbecue running off my car also don't want an electric barbecue but yeah okay i don't want an electric barbecue either but i mean of all things that i wouldn't want running off yeah essentially <laughs> but i don't really want it attached by wire to my car no definitely just not, no. it goes wrong here yeah. it's going to go really wrong yeah. really quickly <laughs> i think that might be our podcast sam oh the only other thing was sam's red tractor i have got a note for sam has been on his red tractor this week did right. you have fun sam yes i did what did you do on it? Uh, I picked up some grass. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Why did you need the tractor for the that? The trailer wasn't available. It's got a front bucket on it. So I used the front bucket to empty my grass box into. Did you not carry it? What, all the way across the other side of site to the bin? Yeah. No. That would have been better for the environment. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, sir? Is this just a really old red truck? Do you know what it is? Uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember now because it's not Kubota. Which is what I thought it was. I shall forever know this. As you sent me a picture of it, and I thought that is just Sam's red truck. How does it work? What's the controls on it? Is it just conventional pedals at the yeah, bottom yeah. and yeah. gears? Yeah, sort of. You don't really have to use the clutch. 
Okay. Oh, because you're just moving across the yeah. side slowly, isn't it? Yeah. Enjoy. It does have a one, two, three, four. Yeah. Suspension? Has it got any? Yeah. This is just a normal track. I don't know why you're so confused about a just, tractor. You sent me a picture and I thought, do you know what? There'll be <laughs> listeners out there that have got no idea about tractors. And I thought Sam can I'll, fill them in. And so I'll, far, I've got a yep, yep, I would. Yep. I'll get some more information and I'll do a tractor segment next week. There we week. go. So Sam has promised you, everyone, uh, a tractor segment. So yep, we can, that's uh, fine. We can do a tractor it. segment. Yeah, well, i say it's something a bit different. We've talked yep. about off-roading in the previous podcast and we've talked about fast stuff and we've talked about F-150s running off electricity, which I still... Have, I've written in my notes over and over again, which doesn't quite feel like freedom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a bizarre feeling. But I'm sure there'll be uh, listeners probably in the US, maybe Canada as well. And actually the Aussies are like a big truck. And they might be saying, yeah, yeah, it makes so much sense. But at the same time, yeah. I just want the <laughs> yeah. V8, you know. Um, I think that's our podcast though, Sam, unless you've got anything to add. Uh, I do not at this point in time. Very good. (laughs) That's very officious. (laughs) Thanks for joining, everyone. We shall catch you in a few days' time. Yep. See you then. See you.